Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the Timeless After Show, we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 15, Public Enemy Number 1. Hey Supernatural fans, were you excited to see Misha Collins in this episode? Eh, we'll see. <laughs> Find out. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! We're not touchable. You can't touch us. We bring down Capone. Welcome to the Timeless After Show. Right now you're hearing the score to the Kevin Costner film, The Untouchables. Lyrics provided by our our own Chris Howard. Can't touch us. We're bringing him down. Uh, Chris will uh, tweet out a link to his CD so you can get this and uh, play it in your own car. Or listen to it while you're at the gym. What a great time. You hey, everybody. Can't touch us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Timeless After Show here on After Buzz TV. We're quickly winding down to the season finale of Timeless, but we're going to break down this episode uh, and get really jazzed for the season finale next week. I'm your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. If you're one of the 55. Yes, so sorry. I'm, that's me messing up. Alexis Torres, <laughs> you can find me all over Never. social media at ATORS890. I'm a little somber today, so Those I apologize. Those are the shenanigans. It's okay. Yes. But why are it you was... somber? What do you mean, why am I somber? Because, anyway. What the frick? What's up, guys? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And I, I dressed up for our Capone episode. No, you looked fantastic. See my curls. Awesome. Beautiful. You did, you, I'm glad you pointed that out, because you look beautiful. Your hair is Thank gorgeous. You. Yeah. I, tried for, I tried for you guys. You, the fans. Right. Yeah. And I'm Chris Howard <laughs> at Chris Howard Live. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> Look at that. Well, how can we not get started on this yeah. show then? Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, episode 15, the penultimate episode, leading into next week's season finale. A lot of cool stuff happened in this episode, which originally, I mean, as it was kind of going on, it was fun to look around the the rest of the panel's room as we were watching the episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of just kind of like, mm-hmm, yep, okay, okay. <laughs> these, are things, these are events that are happening in this episode. Uh. Yeah, I think that was kind of the reaction, like, mm-hmm. It was oh, okay. a slow burn, but it uh, when it when it picked up, there were some nice little moments in there. That, that was cool it. to see them I doing a time it. travel show finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, we start off with Flynn uh, in a church with uh, talking to a priest, and I do like any chance that you get a, uh, to f- a humanize Flynn. I think is a welcome one because he's so he needs it over the yeah over yeah. the edge. It's nice yeah. to be able to at least see some that he has some semblance of a conscience. And it's just boring to have him be like this one tone kind of the bad guy. Like mm-hmm. it, it's more interesting when you're villain quote unquote I mean has texture. in this world it's, yeah exactly like yeah. has levels to him and you're like oh okay there's you know something more to him than just like what we know from our team's perspective right. and uh, I, what I did like when he said to the priest it's uh, no matter what I do nothing gets better uh, it just gets worse and what if you could change the past but you find out uh, that uh, if, if you could change history does that mean that nothing is ever meant to be that's a very good question but then that'd be some people don't like the idea that something's meant to be your fate and you're stuck with it. So mm-hmm. it just depends That's on what you... That's the underlying argument yeah. here that we've had, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get to uh, see one of our uh, favorite new additions to the show, Mr. Jake Neville from the NSA. Just a barrel of fun. <laughs> Super exciting. <laughs> uh, and I'm excited to be working with uh, the team there. 
Uh, we also had a little moment between Gene and Rufus, too, where uh, we've been waiting to kind of see them because there's been a lot of tension there, especially with Gia being trained to take over as a pilot mm-hmm. for the lifeboat. They really haven't had a chance to really talk about what's going on, at least on camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. it still feels like there is that. I'm still waiting for that moment for them to actually say, like, here's what I know, here's what I know. Right. He needs to save yeah. her, though, too. The more she knows, the, the, the more dangerous it becomes. Yes and no, because it's like you. The more you know, like then they can get information out of you. But if you're totally clueless, like, but not just you information. Can't protect yourself. If they feel like she's on their side, that she's on Rufus's side, or that they're she not going to believe her. They don't care. They should kill her then. So it'd be better if she knows, because then at least she could try to act defensively. And they could feel like they had something to get from her. No, not her necessarily, because they just even when she's like, I don't know anything. They're like, Well, we don't believe you. So know, it doesn't I'm, matter if she does yeah, or not. So she or, might, it only matters for her to know for her own like ability to adjust to a situation knowing, oh, wait, no, these people are crazy. Yeah. Unless they torture her. Yeah. But a different thing, by, if, if she wasn't already kind of uh, like, eh, I'm not really big on the NSA, Mr. Jake Neville and Mr. Uh, Mason Connor, after this episode, I feel like she's strongly said, like, no, no oh, thanks, yeah, guys. she's done. I'm mm-hmm. out. <laughs> I don't support the NSA. Yeah, that's... Uh, but it was something that I had thought about, but I was hoping that our team would come up with this idea. But uh, Jake Neville uh, comes up saying, I'm tired of playing defense. I want to turn yeah. tables on, on Flynn mm-hmm. and be on the offense. Which is just like, yeah, that makes a sound strategy. That's the only way to really stop him. Mm-hmm. But his idea is to go back and kill his uh, mother back in 1962 in Houston, Texas. Why they got to kill the mom? Well, then you stop Couldn't you just let the baby be born and then kill the baby? But they're Rittenhouse. They don't care. I mean, that's true. Then they should have just killed the baby. Because if you know he's going to grow up to be this person, kill the baby compared to kill the mother who will give birth to him. No, because they're totally fine with killing yeah, a female kill. than killing a child. Yay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but I, because I, I, I still think that's even a harder ask to tell him, like, you know, go back right after she's given birth and kill that baby. I think that's... Be easier, you know. He because their argument for her being murdered is she was innocent. She's not connected at all. You know, this child is going to be this person. Yeah, I just but think that they I can't put it. They just, yeah, they just can't put it on TV that they're going to kidnap and kill a child. I mean, that just in that aspect. But I, I yeah. agree to a point of like, there could have been a different way of doing it instead of just like let's just kill the mom and just go from there. You yeah. can't kidnap the kid and have it grow up with a different or, parent. Or do Wyatt's thing? Just have the mom not meet the same man, and it would be a different child inherently alone by that situation. Yep. So yeah. Uh, instead, no, they want to just go there and take care of it. And uh, we have mm-hmm. our new member of the tactical side of it because you don't have to worry about, you know, Rufus or Lucy killing her. No, 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 no. We've got uh, Major Sergeant Major Caleb Sullivan joining the crew and uh, a very prestigious tenor, tenure that he has on the, on the, on the ship. Uh, and then we also get uh, Lucy, and da- uh, Lucy and her dad talking. And I do like that it says, you know, you're our own chosen historian. You always have been. And if she does this mission, he will make sure the next one is to go back and get uh, Lucy. Or, uh, get her, her sister, sister Amy, yeah, get mm-hmm. her sister. So, uh, but I do like that. Even though, I mean, a tempting offer, still are too many strings attached by Lucy's dad for her to seriously consider that offer, at least at this moment. And how do you know he has any um, truth behind it? Of, to, can he guarantee it? No, I don't think so. so. She doesn't trust him. Yeah, no. good. She shouldn't. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, it's just like Emerald City. Just because someone promises something doesn't mean they can give it to you. Wow. I did like that. That's, that's, a very, that's a city very... panel. I do like the fact that there was a lot of <laughs> Wizard of Oz references in this one as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. 
Uh, what I do like is we finally get to see something that was teased about in last week's episode was uh, in the previous, just them actually hijacking the lifeboat, yes. doing themselves. Yeah, uh, get to see cool. Rufus uh, trank uh, uh, Caleb there, knock him out, and go back to the present yep. after he activated his little, uh, his little worm to go off there for Mason. I love the worm. I that thought that was, was cool. Yeah, it was a nice uh, Jurassic Park little tidbit there of yeah. like, uh-uh-uh, <laughs> instead of bite me. That's yeah. great. What was it, eat me? It, or eat me. Eat me, eat me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So uh, we get to see now our, our crew has got, uh, got their very own lifeboat, guys. Look at them. We got mm-hmm. ourselves a lifeboat. Uh, and it was interesting that Wyatt decided the first mission that they should do is go back and get Lucy's sister. Right. You're like, aw, yay. Yeah, I, Doesn't last long. Though. Well, I, I didn't think it was. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's a, I mean, certainly I can understand why, but do you think that's the smartest first thing they would should, should do with the lifeboat? Well, no. if you're going to not have the lifeboat anymore. Yeah, it makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he, because yeah. technically Wyatt already tried with his wife and it didn't work out very well. So in his head, he's thinking, let's just move on and try a different yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So, but does that do you, given the way? Well, no, I, I guess because it, it's so weird now because I feel like this timeline it just has it pretty much has everywhere to exist as the previous one where uh, Amy existed. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that history would still unfold the way that yeah. Lucy wants? Uh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, you got to give it a go, though. I mean, if you're yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you have to try, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. But, like, Wyatt's, you know, like, she was murdered this day and tried to prevent it. Lucy's sister, there's not it's really a, like, yeah. we change this one thing, she'll be back. You yeah. Know? There's nothing that guarantees it as of right now. Yeah, because Lucy's yeah, plan no. was just, like, no. we go back to Berkeley, they, they uh, make sure they meet, because they said the first moment they first met, it was love at first sight. So mm-hmm. they're just changing it more, rather, not get her back, just make sure she's born. Yeah. Which is a little different. So her sister had a different yeah. father, is that what it was? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's why Lucy didn't disappear. Got it. Yeah. Mom Got it. cheated. Got it. Sort of. Well, yeah. Or, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, of course, before they can actually do this plan, though, uh, we see Flynn's jump, and he's gone back to meet Al Capone. Look at him. Uh, and right away gives him the ledgers that would be used for his tax evasion case. Wow. As well as a uh, letter from his accountant, just to make sure, like, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that Al Capone was like, what do I care about this? They're not going to bring me down for a tax yeah. evasion. Yeah, no, no that was good because yeah. until he saw the letter from the accountant, that was, that was kind of good that they played mm-hmm. it out that way because <laughs> it wouldn't be that impressive if you, if yeah. you were him. Yeah, uh, and I do like uh, Wyatt definitely kind of has stepped up as, as a leader uh, for this one in the sense where uh, just telling the team, like, hey, we, we, we can't let uh, Flynn just murder through time. That's madness. Yeah. And so, like, you know, we got to stop him first, then we can worry about the other stuff. And the one problem at a time. Yeah, it's one, good advice. I do like that, but I, I, I do like Lucy. That, that it irritates me so much when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're seeing more and more of that of Wyatt. So that's Wyatt's role. That's his uh, character uh, blossoming. Is yes, becoming more of the leader. And he seems so level-headed this time too. Like he was the calmest one of the group. Like yeah, guys, I think the fact that mentalized. No, no, I think it's just the fact that he went through such a crazy experience and he kind of snapped that he, he was able up. to have Agent Christopher kind of bring him back into reality of like Mm -hmm. even though this terrible thing happened we need to move past it so I guess getting past that like weird grief of um, stage of grief he was able Mm -hmm. to see clearly and be able to move on with his thing yeah especially when he told them last week that he's like I realize now what my job is and that's to protect you guys Mm -hmm. so once you you find out what your kind of your true purpose is to kind of like settle in and be calm cool collected about the whole situation and it's usually after a traumatic event that Mm -hmm. you gain new clarity so I think that's what sucks the most about the ending of this episode is that he stated in the beginning of the episode that he was there to protect them and then someone got hurt yeah so 
I, I'm always very traumatized after every timeless episode. Yeah. Doing, so I, <laughs> or after after every uh, after show cast the yeah, podcast. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. Remember go. that one I got hurt on and how personally you took that? I did. I did that. <laughs> Guys, I, I changed my whole life after that. I wanted to be a dentist, but I gave up on that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like he got hurt on my watch. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we do see that they, the team hops back to 1931, and they find that Al Capone is now there talking to the press. All charges have been dropped. Look at that. The cops have no case, so I'm, I'm a free man. Those cops are suckers. Uh, so all of a sudden they realize that Flynn is now with Capone, and history has definitely changed because this is the day he's supposed to be arrested. Mm-hmm. Now he's, uh, he's free, as, free as a bird, just walking around. So I do like that uh, we finally get to meet the, the man. If, you can't, if you're going to have Al Capone, you got to have Elliot Ness. You go hand in hand, and so now we get Elliot Ness. It's okay. Ah. You supernatural fans. Teeny tiny cameo. Uh, Misha Collins comes in as Elliot Ness, which I love had been kind so of teased much. about for weeks. Like, hey, guess what? He's going to be on this episode of Timeless, and like, uh, I think a lot of people were so excited. Are suddenly very excited. Oh yeah, people in yes. the chat. Um, I think it was Justin Toner, Ivan Soto, and a few other people were like, "What was the point of that?" Well, but I think Chris mentioned it right before the show started. Like, it's cool to, I mean, one, a character like that, or an actor like that, you fans get excited about, and you do have the idea, like, well, nothing's going to happen to him because he's the guest star, and it's going to be oh, really cool. Oh, that makes sense. So, so it's almost, no, it's almost like that it psycho more shocking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't mind what happened to Elliot Ness. I just wish that it was a little later on in the episode <laughs> and not in the middle. But I mean, yeah. but it also was that really cool thing of, like, that twist of, like, oh, wow, we have no help now. What do we do? And it really changed Plan time. B. Wait, yeah. can we have a plan B? Let's no. go. No. No, we don't. Yeah. But, yeah, so I liked that. I just, it just kind of sucked that Misha Collins had to be the one that had to go that's, that. that's my favorite yeah. thing is when there's some when there's unexpected stuff that happens and unexpected death like when they just have they're bold enough to take characters out like that and stuff I think that's cool that's that's what makes it magic I know I just wish it wasn't Misha Collins I wish it was a uh, different person <laughs> like that, that's one of those you could have had somebody else play it could have had another yeah. awesome actor that we didn't know about go in there and go oh, wow he played a really good but LA then it, and then he died then it made you more sad when he dies I know that's why I'm like I just there's You're nothing like, happening me. in my heart and soul right now because uh, I'm just really freaking upset Chat room, uh, casket fan said, Ness and that punch, though. I did like that. It was really nice. nice. Any more questions? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was really nice, especially since Misha Collin. I mean, I'm assuming also that with filming and things like that, because he films in Canada. for. Well, no, I think uh, Timeless also films in Canada, Mm -hmm. yeah. So probably his filming schedule is probably all over the place, because they are Mm -hmm. filming Supernatural season 12. Um, and so I can imagine that he probably couldn't be on set for too long. Um, but I did like the fact that usually in Supernatural, his his um, his character uh, cast uh, fluctuates because sometimes he's usually not very. Uh, what's the word? He's not very. There's not much vibrato. He's usually just kind of in the background, Monot- but he's also yeah, mm-hmm. monotone almost. Too. Yeah, and this one he was able to. I mean, he's already a really great actor, but it's just nice to see him in a different Kripke yeah. show where he's able to just kind of be a different character. Still monotone to a point, but like he had he was more lively. He had Moxie, which is great. Moxie, so yeah, because yeah. yeah, the beginning I'd say when Cass's character introduced it, cool because he's. New to this world in Lomato. So I agree. It was cool to see him be yeah. a little more like fun. Mm-hmm. And I believe. Or I energetic. Mean, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I believe if, if Supernatural fans who are watching, if you can correct me, that would be great because I believe we actually did have an Elliot Ness episode in Supernatural at one point where Dean went mm. back in time for some odd reason I can't remember um, mm-hmm. so I apologize that I can't remember from like season 7 uh, um, but oh, like, yeah. So I think that I think he also, I think Elliot Ness also died 
in that episode, maybe. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they kind of brought that back, because I don't think Kripke was working on that season. I don't oh. think. So. Uh, and then apparently a lot of people are talking about the scar for Capone and wondering yeah, on how that. accurate it was. And um, um, I believe in pictures. Well, some people does, are saying right? it's true, like he got in the war, but it, the show took the way of that's not true. But did they call Capone Scarface? Yeah, that was the nickname. Yeah, that, that was, was nickname. his nickname in yeah. real life. Which, yeah, but and that's I'm, what that's what they were trying to tease. Like, don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if they do. They get is there they like a thing? Have, like they, they probably don't, have, don't have the rights to, to say it. Oh. Yeah, it's probably trademarked Whoopsies. by now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's kind of cool. I feel yeah. like that though. they gave it a, a you know a story behind yeah. it because that might right. not be true, but it's a believable one. Regardless, yeah. okay, cool. No, very true. I think like other than the the pilot episode with the Hindenburg. I feel like this is probably the one that has like the most impact in terms of history, where you're killing yeah. Elliot Ness 26 years before he's supposed to die. You're killing Al Capone way right. before he's supposed to die in prison, right. syphilis and all that, without caring about the ramifications mm-hmm. in our re- in our timeline as we know. But it. I also yeah. like the fact that it showed that he was also kind of because I believe he he also had because you said he had syphilis, but he also had dementia in mm-hmm. his early sentence also. So it also kind of showed how he was kind of already on that tipping point of going crazy as well. Mm. Who was this? Capone. Yeah. Capone. Capone. Yeah. He had syphilis How and dementia. How old did he die? Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, How the hell did he get we're syphilis the history in that for you guys. time frame? He uh, was 48. I mean, but also people didn't... <laughs> wow. Uh, people, <laughs> also, people didn't really live that long back then either, I think, as well. But so, okay, right. that's that's how it happens, Chris. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, it's like... I mean, okay, what do we have... Wait, why, why don't we get that today? Is that we just have... Antibiotics and stuff. Why don't people? Get you that? don't need to go into the history of that, but yes. um, I'm just curious. Why I believe it's. Uh, I believe we have better. Yes. We have better medicine. Okay. Medical ways of fixing it than we did back then. Got it. All right. I mean, just like how we we had the talk of they had why on... they couldn't take Rufus to a hospital. One because it's segregation. Yes. Two because the they doctors were good. terrible back then, especially in in uh, African American hospitals. Terrible because they don't give you the same medicine as you would at a white hospital. Interesting. So. Uh, we do have another uh, nod, though, when they first meet Ness, uh, to our, our histori- using uh, pop culture references as names. So uh, Sean Connery, uh, Kevin Costner, and Robert De Niro, names for, uh, yeah, for, for Lucy Wyatt and Rufus there. Uh, and it, I did like because it, it, I did like the nice touch because originally they were dressed to go back in the '60s, hijack the lifeboat. Now go back in the '30s, and I do like Lucy. Go like you know we're, we're like historically inaccurate guys. Oh, that's funny. We're walking around. What's going on? Is that a woman sweater? I felt so bad for him, but that was so perfect because that's just not they didn't wear sweaters <laughs> back then. So that was so like, funny. What are you talking? About. Yeah, it's a really cool <laughs> coffee sweater. I'm sure. I mean, Lucy, hers were, it's wrong, but it works It works enough. Up. Yeah, I think Jeans were different. I'm yeah, like, I feel hmm. like, I feel like Wyatt and Rufus were in the wrong with their, yeah. with their fashion statements more than Lucy. I feel Lucy like they were just like, Lucy could have been Ooh. like, are you from New York or California? Oh, okay, okay. you just dress different over there. Well, that's yeah. what he said. He said fruits yeah. and nuts. That's what they yep. thought in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, New Yorkers. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, but that was... Funny and entertaining for us. But I, I then they went it. to fake names again, and that was. <laughs> it's always bad because they go. Uh, yes. You just yeah. hesitate, and that's when they know you lie. Ah, uh, I love it. What though. was it, Connery? And who was the second one? Connery. It was, it was Robert Costner. De Niro. Costner. Oh, Costner. And De Niro. Yeah. Trying to think which one looked the the least like the name. Nero, De Niro, Probably De Niro, De Niro. Yeah. 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 Right. or well, I, I could also think, yeah, what I, 
Costner and Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Costner. Pretty well, much everybody else except for Wyatt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Wyatt and old Sean Connery. So yeah. Yeah. Pull it Young off. Sean Connery, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes and no. Ken in the chat room said men's fashion rarely changes. I'd say yes and no. I mean, generally, like, pants and tops are similar. But, like, but the subtle differences are big enough for them to be mm-hmm. like, ooh. And the fact that, like I said, back, at least in that time in the 30s, they didn't really have knitted sweaters like that. Like, they did, no. but, like, they didn't, yeah. they weren't bright. Definitely were not bright colors. Not like that. Like, he's wearing, what, what was it, yellow or green? Oh, it was like a mustard yellow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, right. That most of the off. women usually wore really bright colors at this point in time. Men wore the usual beige, black, gray suits, button-up, tie, vest. I can't picture any time when that would have really been that in. <laughs> uh, the 50s. 50s. 50s really? 60s. Yeah, I mean, if you looked at well, I Dream a Genie, he wore... 60s. Yeah. yeah. I Dream a Genie, he had sweaters all the time at one mm-hmm. point, too, and... Um, sometimes uh, with uh, Ricky and Lucy, sometimes if he was home, like, he had like a cigar sweater, like a, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like, or something. Yeah, yeah it's just it's it just back at least in the '30s that was just kind of, kind of on the you know side to wear a sweater. So, yeah. uh, we do find out though that with Nest dead, uh, the idea is that we still have to try to stop Capone because by stopping Capone, you stop Flynn's plan from whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they feel like uh, Lucy knows the person to go, and they go to Richard Hart. Who happens to be Al Capone's brother? Who that was interesting. That's where everybody went. Hmm. Uh, chat room said somebody was verifying. Uh, Justin the chat said his brother changed his name and was a yes. prohibition agent. I have it here in front of me. His name was James Vincenzo Capone. Um, my favorite thing about this guy, I, I always mix up both Richard Hart's because there was an actor from the same. I think around the same time, or maybe a little older, who was an actor in like really crazy films and stuff like that that are not like super well known. But James Vincenzo Capone was more of a. Um, he the the fact that what they brought up the uh, in the show where he was like oh I wanted to become a cop because of the things that I was hearing from you and just I was mm-hmm. never there for you like that was all true but I also like the fact that he wanted to be so far away from the name Capone that he actually tried to change his accent like he he yeah. was trying to hide his Italian accent as much as he could and try to keep it in more of an English not not British yeah. English but you know what I mean accent so that it didn't yep. show that he was there was no relation whatsoever he moved into the we saw it he moved like down in the country like he wanted nothing to do with the name hmm. as much as he could to the point where he was literally trying to change his mannerisms the way he walked it was insane and that's like my favorite thing was just like wow your history is so tainted that you would want to go through so much length, especially in the 30s, to change well, it's your whole such a famous life. person that's, mm, that's doing terrible things. That's yeah. kind of like being the brother of bin Laden or the son of bin Laden. You know, it's like... Uh, yeah. It's that kind of infamy, though, that mm-hmm. it carries a lot of stigma. Yeah. Although, I mean, it yeah. was weird because, as Lucy was saying, he was celebrated uh, by a lot of people in Chicago. So, uh, people, you know, he would give... Well, I mean, because, I mean, just like, I mean, speaking of, the like, the musical Chicago murders... Murderers and like women who killed their husbands because they were cheating on them—that's that's hot news. It's just like watching TMZ back then. Like that's just mm-hmm. what that was, yeah. you know. And I do like that. Uh, Lucy brings up the detail of how Al would uh, place uh, ads yeah, in newspapers trying to find him. Yeah, yeah, all over the Mrs. country. Big Brother. What's interesting? I mean, criminals—you know—they're not as one-sided either because you've got the emotional texture and the richness to them in real life. So mm-hmm. they're going to have those aspects of them. So a lot of them do. Charitable works and do things for society that you go, well, shit. There's gonna, they're going to have their fans, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I was wrong. He moved to Nebraska, so it wasn't even just like dead in somewhere in New York. Like he moved to like states. So <laughs> no, yeah, out. he's like, I'm not doing that anymore. He actually ended up dying from a heart attack in Nebraska. He didn't even stay wow. in New York at all. How old was he? Uh, he was. I well, don't know, then that's for funny. our show, how'd they find him? 
Oh, I have no. I guess they went they to Nebraska and went Nebraska? back. Well, I guess so. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't it's say when Nebraska died. not that far. I guess. Oh, 60. Mm. He was 60 years 60 old. Years old. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Not too yeah. bad. Uh, so they, uh, while they're going to uh, get Richard's help to help them bring that, bring in Capone, uh, we find out why Flynn wanted Al's help, and that was to get the mayor of Chicago in. Take it from uh, hanging out with mm-hmm. Wrigley, yeah. and you brought it in the chat. Not gonna lie, and, I love this scene. <clears throat> it's great because it, it fills a on a lot of what happened from last episode when he's talking to the auto automobile magnate there in Paris. Uh, we find out that there is a meeting that happens, and uh, we learn from the from the mayor every twenty five years, every Rittenhouse member gets together to kind of do like mm-hmm. almost like a mm-hmm. state of the union, so to speak, of where they are and what they need to accomplish. And the last one was two years ago, so nineteen twenty nine. So it happens every twenty five years, which means the next one's going to be in DC in nineteen fifty four. And for somebody with a time machine, that's great. Give me a location, give me right. a date, I'll take care of the rest. The, the yeah. whole scene was fantastic because you got to, Flynn was fitting right into Capone's model of the world. Mm. He's like, he's like, like love, another brother, you know? Yeah, and I love that Capone even brought in his own kind of flair where he was like, you want a bat? And immediately <laughs> yes. the mayor's like, no, okay, well, yeah, well, well. <laughs> You know, so it also shows how much, obviously, that Capone, it, we already knew that Capone already had a footprint in this, but like the fact that he could just bring up a weapon and it was enough to bring a mayor to his knees, like that's insane yeah. to me. Uh, and we do see the the mayor's eliminated. Another huge ripple in time as well, too. I mean, that well, as we also uh, uh, Chavera got uh, killed last week too. Yeah, I like that, that we episode. actually got that context too yes. of just like we didn't have to see it. It was just like, oh, he died four years ago. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> no, they played that really, it feels really like well. Only yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is, he needs to be stopped. Um, but yeah, it was really. But, cool. uh, but you got to wonder now is if is Flynn's methodology really working because he's identifying. We're the, in 1954, he knows every Rittenhouse player is going to be there. I feel like we could have gotten to this sooner if if um, if we weren't just doing like these weird uh, rabbit hole kind of timelines where he's just killing random people at this point mm-hmm. and then killing more. I'm like, I feel like you should have found information first, didn't kill anybody, and then find the major players and then do what you're doing now. Oh wait, you want your character to use logic? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, that's me. But then I mean, we wouldn't have a show. No, and I'm, that's why I'm really glad because yeah. I want season two. I want them yeah. to renew it, and I don't mind the crazy rabbit holes. I enjoy it. It's just oh that yeah, also, no, it's been fun for us the viewers. I know, I love it. But deep down, I'm just like, oh, be mm-hmm. smarter, Flynn. Um, but that's the whole point of the show. Mm-hmm. Although it'd be interesting because if they know that the last meeting happened two years two years prior, so 1929, why not go back to that one? Because he then Wrigley has all the details of that meeting, exact yeah. times, locations, places. But who I was think- there, where they were in that building? Sorry. Um, I think in 1954 there might be more major players, I guess, because I'm yeah. assuming that there's probably a bigger number of people in Rittenhouse now, and maybe we might grow. be closer. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're closer be- to present day, so maybe there are yeah. more quintessential people. Yeah. True. But, I mean, I guess if you're nipping it earlier in the bud... That's true. But no, was, was, wasn't he... Weren't they in Paris recently? Were they at that date? A long time ago. I think that's also the thing is that yeah. they, no, they, they've tried it before where they went back as far... Like, went to the, literally the first person yeah. who started Rittenhouse, yeah. but it wasn't enough. So I feel like if they try to get everyone in D.C., maybe, because at this point all those kids from this point in time and grandkids or whatever... Have now been grown up to be this thing, and maybe I don't. I don't think they care. They, they, wherever they get them, he's got a date. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. Just but I'm just thinking of it. Why he won't go back is because they already tried that and they messed that up. Maybe he yeah. just wants to go to DC over Paris. Well, true, but also I'm thinking too. Like <laughs> if you could go back two years ago, no, exactly. Because like 1954, that's great. You have a year and you have a, di- a city, but you don't have a date exactly. So you've got 12 months, 365 days. To figure out when this big gathering is going to be. But in Flynn's case, he's only concerned with his family. You know, it's like he doesn't give a shit if more people died in between. Well, no, but it just seems like that's a long, that's a yeah, long wait. Yeah, you need what month? Yes. 
At least one month. At least one month. So that's right. only yeah. 30 days. Otherwise, you're, you're waiting a long time to figure out what exactly what this is. What time yeah. it's spring, winter? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to like travel all the seasons. They're just going to travel all through 1954. Well, the spring's nice in Paris. So if it was in the spring, then you go to Paris. We can only assume that uh, <laughs> Flynn has learned some other information before he puts the mare in the river in terms of maybe at least that's uh, true. Maybe a yeah. month or something like that. Yeah. So that he yeah, has that's a long, that's a long ride to the docks, I feel. Probably yes. just <laughs> chat in the car. <laughs> Uh, but I do like the scene between uh, Capone and uh, Flynn, where it's like, you know, you, uh, you know, thanks for you did two great things for me. I've done you one. I hate. I still owe you a favor, and I hate owing people favors. See, I think that's why. Mm. I mean, as as terrible as uh, mob history is, and and that kind of thing, it also speaks to like um, Italian code. Italian upbringing and things like that. The like, if you do me one, I do you one kind of thing, an eye for an eye. And it's just very interesting when there's a lot. Obviously, there's a bunch of documentaries out there about Al Capone and a bunch of different mobsters back in the day. But just it was all about family. Like I always found that really interesting. I mean, again, they did terrible things, and I don't condone. But like. It's just so cool how their how their system works out and why you, you can see how they got away with it. Like honor amongst it's thieves, right? It's <laughs> insane. I mean, I know that there's been mm-hmm. different, definitely different stories throughout the worldwide, or of like different gangs or different organizations where they did stuff just like that, where they take care of their own. But I, I don't know what it is about mobster stories. Like, Did you see just, John Wick too? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the same so, way, So, yeah, right? but that's what I'm saying, because I saw John Wick, too. I was like, this is cool that we you guys have a system. Like, right. again, mm-hmm. it's still a terrible thing because you're killing people, but, like... The organization alone is just fantastic. Cause I'm I'm an organized chaos person. So, <laughs> well, because it, it was cool when when finally uh, the brothers reunite and they look at the, he looks at the scar on his face and he and Al tells him the real story mm-hmm. at least in this context of what it was that then they had you know the family made him sit down make peace and now he's one of his you know his best men. So it's like interesting to go like even though he's got this scar that he still sits with to this day, it's like no, we made peace. Yeah, we're, we're cool. You know. Everything's good. Yep. Except you call me the stupid nickname and I hate it. Yeah. I love the fact that, I mean, I don't know if that's actually true. I have to read into him more of it, but I, I think it's interesting that he actually hates the name, even though I think that well, name is awesome. Someone brought up um, Luke Cage, Cottonmouth, hated that That's nickname. true. Oh, that yeah. is actually true. That that makes a lot of sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get that. I mean, it's clearly something that you didn't pick. It's just something that's given to you, and that's right. going to live out through history. But there are some people who are like, that's going to be my name forever, and that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I found so, that very, yeah. very cool. Also, you didn't know that you got a movie made after you. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, mine's been Turdy Pants. I've been trying to live that down. Turdy Pants? Yeah. Really? I don't want to get into it. Because you were 30 well. years old? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty 30. That's right. There you go. Uh, so, th- we, uh, we'll, we'll size up for a minute to go back to Gia, because Gia's got some stuff going on in this episode, too. Oh, I was having a moment, guys. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Because, so, you know, like, in TV shows where they have, like, a talk where it's, like, be safe, and you're like, oh, I promise I will. You, too. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, please don't kill Gia. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can That's handle that. That's a horror movie. I'll be right back. Yeah. No, it freaks me out. And that. so, I was, especially when, when she got in trouble, which I was like, Rufus didn't even think about the fact that Gia could actually be in actual trouble. She could mm-hmm. be in big trouble. I mean, they could kill her. Why would they? What? What reason do they have not to kill her? Uh, or maybe that she can drive the lifeboat, or she's getting toward that, or because I mean, you know, the, the, at least for right now, they need her. They can use her as a pawn to, yeah, to manipulate get, yeah, Rufus. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that's definitely the, at least for me. I think that's the only reason why they're keeping her alive. But it, she is just dancing with the devil yeah. on the very edge mm-hmm. there. I feel. In the pale moonlight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's. I just. I'm really proud of Gia because, like, Gary and I oh, were like, oh my so God, awesome. you're so cool. But at the same time, I'm like, please be smart. Oh my God, I don't need you gone. No, because so. she does have a, a little moment with Mason where she kind of you know, stands up to him. And oh, I hate he Mason says, now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. hey, uh, yeah, this isn't, you, can't, you know, the snark isn't working right now. Yeah, he's gone dark, this hasn't he? He's real like, life. But we've been talking yeah. about how he's been slowly kind of becoming this, like, not emotionless robot, but he's getting to the point of just 
pure mm-hmm. evil at this point. But what do you think about his request for that uh, NSA information? Okay. Because that seems to me that that could go in the direction where he's playing his own game. That's what I... Yeah. What have I been saying yeah. this entire time? That Mason is going to take over Rittenhouse. It's going right. to happen. One, two. Also, I'm sorry. If you knew about this this entire time, I feel like you could have asked this. But again, as Carrie Lane has brought up, we wouldn't have a show. Mm-hmm. But it was just really frustrating because I'm like, why did you bring this now? Why at the very end? Why? Why? <laughs> but at the same time... He's got a bigger play. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's mm-hmm. what I think. And that's why I'm going to stick with my prediction that he's just he's just playing ball. He's just playing the, the long con and he's going to get what he wants at the very end. Yeah, because it feels like I could imagine that he has to wait to a moment like this when it's so critical that Rittenhouse would be at least amenable to hearing the idea. Yeah, I mean, again, I like, I like the fact that they've decided to take this character who is playing technically a double agent and turning them into this, like, I'm going to take over everything. Like, it's cool. I'm just like... Just get to it already. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like as great as his power could be, he can easily turn it against well, Rittenhouse he, as well. Yeah, because well, he's an ambitious guy who's building a time machine, yeah. and he has the same ambitions that Rittenhouse does. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm building this for me, not you. I'm very intrigued <laughs> yeah. to see when he has his turning point of just like that full, we will actually see it, you know, where Mason, be, you actually see his true colors and his true mm-hmm. um, intentions. I'm very excited Now, do that. we think his intentions are going to be more evil than Rittenhouse's? Or? Heck yeah. Mm. I want it. Well, sure, it should be more evil because then that's the second season of the show right there. Yeah, it's trying to stop Mason, Mason, which would be a crazy threat because he's extremely smart. He has a time machine. He has plenty of money from what we know, and he's just out for whatever we're actually going for for that. Mm. So. Yeah, it should be interesting. I like uh, it. And we get to see Gia put her smarts to use where she assembles her own little guy, makeshift computer. Not just smart girl, yeah. smart tech girl. That's no, I, yeah, uh, we were sitting there just like, just squeeing at the fact that she was just taking parts and putting them together. And I was like, she just made her own computer. Like, out of just <laughs> random crap. And level-headed. Yeah, she, and and yes. not just like, I'm going to sit here. And she was smart with the phone earlier when he came in and she I know, hit the burner. Kind of. yeah. Well, I mean, she had no time, so. No, she literally uh, heard the footsteps coming towards her, so she had to act fast. I mean, I was hoping that it she was, was going to... pretty smart, I though. thought she was going to put it in her sock or something so that she could just walk away, but, like, yeah. no, you don't have time for that, and yeah. so... Uh, but also, you have to be careful because he's been an agent for a long time, so yeah. he's like, alright, if it's not on I've you, it's it got to be around yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> so I think that's interesting. I really wanted her to retort back when she when he was like, you think I was born yesterday? And she's like, clearly not. Like, yeah. just for, like, old age, like, yeah. retort. And I didn't uh, get that. Uh, but I enjoyed her, like, well, she I had still that, have to pee. Yes, <laughs> chat room, love that line. That line was awesome. But well, she I, was so good of, like, dismantling or hiding the computer and saying they're like... Well, I mean, she was so fast I'd putting it together. Here. And yeah. that, it wasn't just, a, I mean, it's not just a computer. It's her ability to take everything oh, down from nothing. Oh, the power off. We all were like, <laughs> I was like, just a round of applause, my dear. Yeah. But th- what I liked most mm. about that is that you're writing two characters, Neville, uh, Neville and Gia, like at the top of their intelligence for this. Yeah. And, and then seeing that, instead of having to write one of them like dumb, like Neville walks around and he doesn't notice a burner. Right. I, see, I see you can see like that, that false kind of suspense that they show. Yeah, I've right. seen it in a lot of shows where yeah. they kind of walk around and then, Okay, fine. We'll let I'm you go. walk away. No, I like. Yeah. I'm no, actually really happy that he caught the phone and was just no, like, I think it's smart. "Excuse you," and 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 the fact that she was able to to bring it all back around and was like, "Yeah, you can't stop." Me. It's one of those things, though. It was good because it was smart in terms of she tried, it didn't work. Instead of a 
like a horror movie where it's like you didn't even try. Yeah, like so, she actually tried to fight yeah, for it, and I think that's awesome. Just found her. And I also am kind of glad that she wasn't upset with Rufus that she that he decided to do this whole stunt of just like I'm gonna take the time machine. Bye. Yeah, and it then, shows her mm-hmm. intelligence. She was smart enough to catch on. It's like okay, there's yeah, something. Yeah, like I'm glad that we didn't have like a, like a, a love quarrel right, right. then and there. On that the would have been dumb. It would have been immature. I mean, yes, but at the same time, we also don't. I also don't know how old Gia is off the top of my head. Right. I'm assuming that she's at least in her mid twenties or something like that. But, like, you never sure. know. There are people who are in their 40s who are immature. Like, that's right. a thing. Yeah. You know? So, like, either way, I've, I'm really glad that they decided to keep that instead of being like, I'm mad at you. Hang up. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, because even at the beginning of the episode where she tells Rufus, like, he's feeling very North Korea in here. Like, so she's yeah. definitely reads the temperature of the room knows, like, all right. I don't know. Maybe, I maybe not know everything, but I definitely know enough to know yeah. this is not This is not good. I just like mm-hmm. that. That's really nice that we can, I, I, to a point certain episodes can pass like the Bechdel test sometimes because the girls are in the room talking about stuff but they're not talking about dudes so mm-hmm. most of the time so uh, <laughs> yeah I like that uh, so they, our team finally convinces uh, Richard to go and like hey you gotta bring your brother in you gotta do this so we have a little brotherly reunion look at that lots of hugs uh, it went down well. I mean, I, see, that's why I like the episode overall. I thought oh, the scenes were well acted out. This is this is a great scene as well. Yeah, uh, and we find out though that uh, Flynn's last favor that uh, Al Capone would own was would be able to kill Rufus. Because oh. if you kill Rufus, then there's nobody to pilot. Oh. Like, uh, no. They can't track him. No. So everybody draws their guns. And mm-hmm. uh, Al gambles that uh, family's more important mm-hmm. so that uh, Jimmy won't shoot him, Richard slash Jimmy. Uh, so, nope, Jimmy does shoot Al, mm-hmm. but Al also shoots Rufus. And it's why perfect. it's like, I wasn't fast enough. And you're like, no. Yeah, so we got uh, Rufus got like a little shot in the belly, it's which is never good. Wyatt oh, did not protect him, just like you didn't protect no me. Good. Just like you didn't protect me on the luck show. Oh, Wyatt, where were you? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, so they do as we talked about earlier do we just keep here in the 30s no that's medically that's not a sound move we gotta get back to the present day yeah yeah Oh, you know, but I also wanted to. Well, certainly, given Rufus' estate, you don't have much time to think. He's dying quickly, so you got to get him somewhere fast. So yeah. it makes sense to go back to 2017 because everything's probably already reprogrammed to go back to where you originated from. Mm-hmm. But the also part of me is like, it thought for a moment, like, oh, wouldn't it be better to go back to like 2012 or yeah, something like that? Yeah, just go to another time. Yeah, so yeah. like that's not that far removed, but you could also be away from Rittenhouse trying but, to catch you immediately. It, Chandler like if said they, that they're like, why don't they just go back to a different spot? Yeah, but once if, once they change time though, doesn't Rufus heal? No, because no. he wouldn't that's be shot. Not, if you're on the lifeboat, that's yes. not how that you're works. irrelevant no. to yeah. whatever's happening. Yeah, in it's one of those things of like, uh, if if it was possible, if you die in game, you die outside, kind Got of it. thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can only think the reason they didn't do that is because he's bleeding out. I mean, he didn't even. I mean, he passes out in the lifeboat anyway. Mm-hmm. So to have a chance to actually oh, reprogram my coordinates, my stomach still hurts. Wouldn't have been able to do it. So yeah, we do get him back in the lifeboat. They start making their destination back, and then he passes out before. Before anything happens, dun, dun, dun. so everything's just kind of just spinning mm. there. Oh my gosh! You, the panel can attest. I pretty much was speechless and started to cry like immediately. <laughs> it was like it was really terrible. So I, I, I don't want to talk about it. Well, uh, <laughs> we got something to talk about though, Alexis, because next okay. week is the season finale. I know, but oh I'm afraid. God. I mean, I'm so I think like this is a good time to actually talk about like predictions. What we think is going to happen? Yes. Predict. Oh my God! My eyes. <laughs> I predict. That Abigail Spencer should join us on the show for the finale. That would be nice. I would also like Malcolm and everybody else on the show to be here. Just take up our entire couch. There you go. That would be awesome. This is a. No, they're still in. They're in. They're still in Canada. Yeah. 
think so. They they filmed the last episode, though. No. Uh, oh, you are the correct. Finale. They did say they finished filming. I didn't mean, they? we can give him a call. I mean, yeah. Malcolm, Sky if you're watching, he, he's hey, back by the first theater. Malcolm, right? hey, what's theater's up? got some stuff happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, if you guys are free and in LA, we'd, we'd love, love to, have, to you. have you on the show. Or if not, you can Skype in. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. yeah. So fans, make sure you tweet out at them and tell yes. them to join us for the last show if you if they can. Tweet them. Tweet them. Or send us a handwritten letter and we'll read it. Oh, I'd here. like that. Send that or an email. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, smoke signal. I can read that. I make it work. Uh, but basically, what we know now is 1954, Washington D.C. There is a big gathering of Rittenhouse. Flynn knows uh, the city. He knows the time. He's got a. He's got some kind of plan to mm-hmm. stop something, and we know our team's got to go and try to stop it mm. as well. I'm trying to figure out how they were able to get. All, like to go back out and figure out what was going on or how to go back and get Flint because obviously when they get back they're going to be in a load of trouble so I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out how they leave again how they're going to be able to go back mm-hmm. um, I also my prediction is that um, if if Mason goes down that the dark side of that route I feel like he's going to be the one that shoots um, I keep wanting to call him um, Bobby but that's not his name on the, <laughs> on the show um, our agent I forgot his name what no. Oh, wait, which one? No. The, the bad new... guy. Oh, Flynn? No. No. Oh, wait. NSA. Oh, no. NSA. Oh, uh, Gar- uh, uh, Jake Neville. Yes, Neville. Thank you. I was, no, yeah, Neville. I couldn't yes. remember what it was. Because um, I want to call him Bobby, because that's his character on Supernatural. Um, <laughs> but he's so different, you can't. Oh, yeah, no. He, it's like, really hard to hate Bobby. That's so what someone exactly awkward. said. No, it's, yeah. that's, I agree completely. Um, but no, I think that Mason's going to, like, there's going to be a moment where they're, like, all in the room at the very end. They're like, we did it. We stopped Flynn. And then all of a sudden, Mason just turns and shoots. Uh, Neville. Yeah, and it's just like, well, Maybe. I, I've been dun, behind. Dun, dun. I've been behind this this but entire then time. If he's gone. Yeah, Mason would. Take yeah, it no, I feel like from as well. No, I feel like he's like I said, he's always been a step ahead. We just didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's just my prediction. Uh, is there is there any possibility of Mason and Flynn being in anything together? I don't know. I mean, I mean, they did show a lot of the maybe. first episode, so maybe, maybe he was the one that let them take the sh- the, the time machine. Mm-hmm. Would there be any reason? I wonder. Just, um, no, because Mason is just power hungry, right? And, and Flynn's just like, I want to get rid of Rittenhouse. So I'm gonna have you. But if Flynn, uh, huh. yeah, yeah, I don't know. What I do you still think? think Lucy and Wyatt will not hook up yet. That's no, I think we're gonna. That. Those of you in the chat room rooting for him. Yeah. Sorry, but <laughs> 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 no. No, I can definitely see what you're saying, though. Wyatt, I mean, uh, Mason could be playing the really long game. So yeah. assuming a position of weakness by losing the, by losing the mothership to Flynn, mm-hmm. um, that just kind of plays like the, uh, the the weak toady to everybody until the house is taken out. Sorry, I just um, thought about how the fact that if they did kiss at the last episode, you'd be like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Some people in the chat room, uh, which pointed out, um, did somebody catch that they called out Singer? Oh yeah, I was I was dying. I just I was I was it was on the inside, guys. I was squeaking like a fangirl on the inside. What this I Bobby, that. it's Bobby Singer uh, oh. is his full name. Okay. Who who yelled Singer then? Uh, it was it was the actor who plays Bobby Singer. <laughs> I know, but Jad Neville. But why did why did he say it? Uh, he need, he was grabbing another agent who was named Singer. Oh, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's why there I we go. So I was like, I thought I heard it, but then I'm like, I yeah. Well, that's out. why I think it's funny. Also, is because yeah. his best friend on Supernatural. Good inside joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's also cool because he used, he said the word uh, he said Rufus's name and Rufus the character name is also a character name in Supernatural who was his best friend. Mm. So I think it's really funny hearing him go like, oh, "Where's Rufus?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So there's a lot of Supernatural uh, yeah. jabs, and I, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I think I don't think Neville's gonna last this next episode he's gonna die All right. uh do we think it's gonna be cliffhanger at, yes or not? they have yes. to 
make it yeah. somewhat yes. of a cliffhanger. Yeah. You can't wrap yeah. everything up. No. I mean, unless we know for a fact that they that we're not getting a season two, which I mm-hmm. highly doubt because this show has so many fans. I know we're gonna get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go. They want to give you a sense of completion, Keep but a big sense of incompletion as well. Yeah, yeah. the writers, mm-hmm. the writers, and I believe the actors are using the hashtag renew timeless. I believe is what that's what they're using. So obviously use that to make sure that everybody sees it. And I know that Kripke did tweet out about the fact that the the ratings of actual live watching has been low. I don't know if it's changed since that tweet, but... So if you're tweeting uh, to Abigail and uh, Matt and Malcolm to come on the show... Include that hashtag, Renew yeah. Timeless. Yeah, and obviously our hashtag, too, the ABT and Timeless. And our AB Timeless. Mm-hmm. And, that'll and then be if you next still week, have yeah. space, Timeless, because then I, it's nice to see when it's trending on Twitter. Yeah, sure. it's pretty awesome. Yay, so good job, guys. All, All right, so before we wrap it up, real quick, we'll go around. Uh, do you, Two questions. Do you think uh, Rittenhouse has stopped? Do you think Flynn survives? Ooh. Ooh, good question. God, that, yeah, go, go with her first. Um, <laughs> I don't... I think Rittenhouse beca- is still there, but I think it's... Be- it's going to be has a new leader which is Mason okay. uh, but I think he's going to change it in a different way of not like just taking over like certain things I think he wants to literally rule time period I don't know how right. but just like in that aspect of just like he wants to control it in his mm-hmm. way shape and form that's not government wise um, Flynn I I don't know if he should survive not saying that I want him to die but I don't know what you could do with him after this besides team up yeah that's about it mm. in my head is that he would have they would have to deal with having to have a new teammate and have to work through mm-hmm. all of the crap they just yeah. went through in season one. Right. Oh, they won't trust him though. Either. No, I know, no but then they're gonna but have to because technically yeah. he has like the journal and he knows a lot more about Rittenhouse than they do. And they're like, we don't know who to trust. And he's like, you gotta trust me, and it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, but also awesome. <laughs> so it'll make that, a good drama. Yeah, it'll be good drama. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if we should have him alive or if we should keep or if we should keep him. I know it's tough to say. Uh, okay, Carrie. Uh, I don't think Rittenhouse is done, but yeah, I think it will change. Mm-hmm. And um, I almost had this idea of not like letting Flynn go, but he'll get away. Oh, maybe he can just be in like maybe they like cap like capture him, and he, they have to like ask him like interrogate him sometime yeah. through the the season. They have to so he's work not with gone. Him. Like he's yeah, there. I don't think he's like done, and I don't think he's going to join the team. Yeah, so he's just somewhere in the middle. Like, yeah, yeah, kind of like a Loki situation where yeah. they kind of lock him up mm-hmm. right. and use him for information. Mm-hmm. A Loki, Loki. Nice. Yeah, like Loki. Loki. Oh, yeah. Ah, Okay, got it. (laughs) What do I think? No, those are both very interesting. Uh, So I I agree with that. I think if they could incorporate Flynn somehow on the team where he becomes kind of an alliance, but uh, I I, I can't see that Rittenhouse gets totally written out of the picture yet. Right. You know, they're just too powerful. They've been around for far Mm -hmm. too long, their tentacles are far too deep. Uh, and so, but maybe if they have two enemies, Mason and Rittenhouse, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't it could go know. either way, man. Yeah. No, I feel like, yeah, I do agree with the Rittenhouse, and it just seems like there's so many, I feel like there's only times, so many times you can go to the well where we find, like, the, you know, the essentially the origin point of Rittenhouse, and we try to stop it and we failed. Then we find out about this big gathering they do every 25 years, and we're going to try to stop that. Whether it succeeds or fails, we'll find out next episode, but there's only so many of those kind of, like, Tipping points in time that you can go to. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. That 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 kind of uh, that, that's going to become. Well, if it's the finale that. next week, we know they're meeting in 1954, so we're going to the we're going to 1954. Yeah, I mean, if we want to, yeah. if let's say if we went on the like the broad spectrum, I know we don't have a lot of time, but if we went on like the really far spectrum of like Rittenhouse did did end, we fixed right. it. What if history has changed so much from all their antics? 
Mm. That history is just absolutely worse than what it was when Rittenhouse was going. So it they, becomes they a mess. Yeah. And, and Mason remains. Because then it'd be ironic. Yeah. Then that, you know, the fact that they were like, we were trying yeah. to save time, and then they actually ruined it yeah, more I mean, than because there's so much evidence of them being in time so much because they've used their real names and yeah. they've used their fake names. They've been photographed several times. Yeah. I mean, again, they can't go back to those same mm-hmm. spots, but maybe they can go in a little earlier or a little bit later. It can actually become it. a like a dystopian future yeah. as a result yeah. of Rittenhouse disappearing. Yeah. So let's say maybe um, maybe Gia disappears, and like they, so Rufus is now on that boat of he's missing a person so then yeah. you'd be on Ooh, board with he everybody hasn't lost anybody. he hasn't technically because he's mostly just been on mm-hmm. he's all mm-hmm. he's mostly almost died several times that would be fascinating because the show could change so much if that happened and that's what was, i'm saying yeah. if they decided to go that which route. would be great for a second season yeah i mean either way i think if they kept written house or they decided to get rid of it and make a whole different big bad i think the show would still nice, do, yeah. do great you know. Uh, all right. So I will call. We kind of speculated about speculated about this last week, but I will say the last shot of next week's episode will be them realizing they're in the future at some point. Ooh, ah, so, so that could be cool. Yes, whether it's a, a pan of a city and you see it's in the future, or somebody says they re- meet an older version of somebody they already know and says, mm. "No, it's you know, twenty forty eight. Then you're like, "Oh." Or what if they get stuck in the past, like Sullivan? Mm-hmm. And they can't see, get back. I like his, the 2048, no, dystopian, going, yeah. torn apart, yeah. wrecked society, and Mason's in charge. Yeah, I just think because they teased at the fact that Sullivan was in the past for a long time, yeah. they could uh, technically get stuck, but I mean, that means mm-hmm. that they would get stuck in 1954. Not a bad place to get no. stuck. No. Yeah, place. but how much can happen in 1954 for a... No, you're for, right. I'm yeah. just saying that they would have to try to figure out how to get out. This, again, yeah. there's like there's yeah. there's so many ways. Man, there are a lot of theories, and folks, we want to hear your theories as well, too, so feel free to tweet us as well, or, or leave those theories in the comments mm-hmm. below, because I know mm-hmm. Carrie Lane likes to relax and unwind with a nice glass of wine and she read does. these comments. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so, folks, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat, sharing your theories. Uh, we'll see you next week, but if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Chris. At Chris Howard Live. On Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And you can find me all over all social media platforms at Atores890. That's A-T-O-R-E-S-890. There you go. Uh, R.I.P. Misha Collins uh, in <laughs> Timeless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Uh, uh, Folks, we'll see you next week for the season Bye. finale of Timeless. Woo! I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 